you're about to hear more Bring Your Own. If it's your first time hearing one, Bring Your Own, also called BYO, is New Orleans' nomadic storytelling series, where us over at bringyourownstories.com partner with an organization here in the city, throw an event, and allow eight storytellers to have seven minutes to respond to a certain theme with a story they feel speaks to a greater issue. The story you're about to hear was told on December 15, 2016 at Propeller, which is a great spot in the uptown area of New Orleans, and the theme of the evening was Moved. This event was held in partnership with the New Orleans Workers Center for Racial Justice, and in this story, our storyteller Monique Verdan tells how family stories can be used for inspiration to stay true to yourself and weather storms in your life. You can hear more stories at bringyourownstories.com, or you can listen at wwno.org, or you can listen to them live if you live in the city at 89.9, which is WWNO, New Orleans NPR station. This story was produced by me, Kevin Foster, and if you want to hear more stories I produce or you just want to hear more Bring Your Own, remember to check out bringyourownstories.com. And now I give you Monique. Um, thank you. I forgot my story. No olvidé mi historia. Um... Some of us move because we want to, and some of us move because we have to. My father's people are a Huma. Uh, they're a mixed group of indigenous people from the Gulf Coast. Huma, Biloxi, Takapa, Akola Pisa, Chiramacha, Choctaw, and, and others are, um, are all part of the United Huma Nation. They come from a place um, uh, between the Mississippi and Atchafalaya rivers. It's at the heart of the Barataria Terrebonne Basin, um, and the, the place where they are from is called Point Ocean, um, Point of the Oaks. Um, they call it La Pointe, the, the point. Uh, when my grandmother was a girl, there was a hurricane in 1926. Her and her family tried to take a, a piro. A, a piro is a flat-bottomed canoe. But when they were making their way up the bayou, they, they couldn't pass the man-made canal that, that's called the Kotoff. They had to turn around and go to the nearest house where relatives were, who also couldn't get out were, were all gathered. My grandmother's stepfather wouldn't let them go inside of the house because he feared that the water would rise and they would get stuck. So my grandmother, her two brothers, her baby sister, and her mother all stayed inside of the piro as her stepfather tied the, the boat to a tree and held the rope all through the night. The next morning, uh, when the rain died down and the, the wind died down, the family got out of the house and they realized that there was, had, had spent the night in the piro with a black snake at the bottom of the boat. My grandmother said that further down the bayou where her aunt lived, 
that her house had actually floated and been destroyed by by the hurricane, but in its place, uh, the marsh had rolled up, a big piece of the marsh land had rolled up and flipped over. And there they planted their garden and had one of the best gardens ever. Around the, the same time and throughout the 1920s, oil and gas was being found in the once undesired swamplands that my, um, my grandmother and our relatives called home. Um, the elders say that our land in uh, the Barataria Terrebonne um, basin was, was essentially stolen um, by uh, treaties that were never honored and land rights um, that were taken away by, by taking advantage of um, their goodwill and um, not being able to read or write. In 1943, my grandparents moved to St. Bernard Parish, which is not that far as the crow flies from Terrebonne, but is a very far, far away. It was very far away for them at that time. They went seeking a, a better life. They, they went looking for opportunity. It was there that um, they were finally allowed to escape the oppression um, and they were allowed to vote for the first time and their children were allowed to go to public schools. They made a life for themselves there as all around them. Um, in South Louisiana, the 20th century industrial corridor was being built. There were pipeline canals, um, federal shipping canals, levees constructed, um, carbon extracted, uh, multinational corporations that came in to build petrochemical plants on top of what once was plantation sites. In 2005, my grandmother, at the age of 90, rode out Hurricane Katrina again in a pirogue. When, when we returned home to St. Bernard Parish weeks and weeks after the storm, uh, we all thought that we would never be able to, to live there again. The salt had singed the earth and there was this kind of gray um, wash that was on everything and um, residue lines of, of oil that had spilled and, and like people have water lines, there were oil lines that were left. But then the spring came and the cypress trees, the, the firs on the cypress trees seemed to glow this vibrant green color that, like I had never seen before. That spring we went home and planted a garden. And though we had experienced so much loss that year, we had a bumper crop of butter beans. <laughs> we planted that garden 10 years ago. And um, though Katrina feels very far away, all of those vulnerabilities that we witnessed are still the same. The, the land is sinking, the seas are rising, um, the, the climate is changing. Sometimes I wonder if I should start to look for higher ground, for a safer place to move to, for my future to have more opportunity. Or I wonder if maybe I should just get a Piro boat and ride out the storm like my grandmother did. <laughs>
Pero después me digo, mm, también puedo quedarme aquí y nomás eh, armar mi canoa como hizo mi abuelita. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you.